Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Make sure to leave a review while you're over there as we are only taking five-star reviews. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, so any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. Can we... um? I just I just hit record, so can we do that again? Dave? Sorry. You're, you're on ki- thin ice, pal. You're kidding, right? No, who cares? Okay. Well, I'm just, I mean, we had some really good weather banter that I'm very I'm so upset glad. That Sorry, we can't use the weather banter. <laughs> That's too bad. <sighs> Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully you you all had a good Mother's Day. Um, You know, ours was great. Uh, It was actually probably the best Mother's Day I've ever had. Wait, really? Yeah, I didn't cook a single thing. I didn't, I didn't, I did nothing except sit on the beach. I got fed a buffet of food. Fed physically? Well, I mean, I fed myself, but. Oh, and then Dave made uh, king crab legs and lobster tail for me yep. for dinner. You don't like seafood? No. no, especially those. Anything where you have to break its appendages to suck the meat out of its you don't carcass. Suck the meat out of it. You just you just the, take she it. does she doesn't do any breaking of anything. I have to take everything out and put it on a plate. Okay, well that's a little bit less barbaric i okay. i don't get it i've seen those asmrs where people are like ew like, whoa no that's a scary movie no i don't want to i don't suck it out of the shell i just it's taken out and placed on a plate for me well wow okay i'm starting to feel like my mother's day wasn't <laughs> that good <laughs> wait a minute like what you were on an actual beach yeah we went to the beach it was beautiful. Mm. Like I said, beautiful weather, perfect humidity, no. nice light breeze, not a cloud in the sky. Did, did you see, if you look at her Instagram stories, I took a story of her while she was resting midday. What? You did not. I did. Dave, Aww. you did not. I was snoring. I was passed out. That's so nice. It was did Mother's you really? Day plus mimosas equals midday nap. Oh my God, Dave. Uh, That's cute. I wasn't napping. I was passed out. (laughs) She was wasted. She was was. (laughs) passed out. I was. That's not even a joke. I probably had six mimosas yesterday while sitting. Were you by yourself? No, Dave was there. The kids were there. But but you were just double in. Well, I mean, look they they had a three fifty special on a mimosa. Where? At the bit with the beat, we had we had brunch. We went and had brunch at a restaurant okay. outside, and, then and there you was went to the sand. Yeah, and then you go down and you could sit on the beach, which is what we did. It was gorgeous. Look, I got to tell you, best Mother's Day ever. And it gets Aww. better as the kids get older because they literally don't require anything of you. And Dave was on duty, so I did nothing but lounge in a chair, and then I got put, placed into the car after <laughs> after my brunch. And then I went home and napped. And then when I woke up, I was, it was great. Good. I'm so glad you deserve it. You work really hard. It was, look, it was wonderful. I told him, I don't know how many times yesterday I was like, this was a great Mother's Day. 
Dang. It was the best. I was like, I said, you've set the bar really high now. Moving forward. All right. Well, I'm I glad yours was good too, though. You yeah, have to go. What? You said you were out by the pool and eating. What else? Yeah, what else do you need? I know. That's great. But like, I still had to watch the kids in the pool, and it gives me like a great fear to watch the kids anywhere, but especially like with water. And they're like, mommy, watch my flip. And they do like a spin and their head comes this close to the side. So then my heart is in my vag. And I'm like, guys, be more careful with your tricks because, you know, I don't want them to something. It's, I can't enjoy myself ever. So I'm, I'll tell you a story real, real quick about that. Before, uh, well, welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music, <laughs> okay. or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Make sure to leave us a five-star review. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. <laughs> this podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take... Or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are talking about uh, a mother and daughter who faced 16 years in prison for rigging a homecoming queen election. Um, what? Okay. What was that noise? I think it was Shock. based off of the fact that we were in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell a story. I just <laughs> oh, figured we could no, Okay, we're, we're all waiting for the story. Yep, okay. You acted like uh, it never happened. Dad teaches little boy lesson in humility by beating him at video games 11 times in a row. Nice. And um, should you actually be checking your kids' phones? Because the internet is divided. No, okay. it's not. That's what it says. All right. Not... Uh, so I was going to tell you a story about... The kids the anticipation. Are, are and sure? the flips. So, yes. So here's the thing. I agree with you. First of all, I don't think anybody should be allowed to flip into a pool ever. Okay? Like, it's not. I feel like it's unsafe. I don't even like diving. None of it. You can just, okay. you can float around. No shenanigans, right? So we were at the community pool uh, Saturday, I think, is when I took the kids up there. And Matias is sitting next to me on the chair. And Brian is in swimming and all of a sudden this group of probably seventh or eighth grade middle school boys comes flying into the community pool, running, you know, not following the directions that are clearly posted Basically on the signage. Fun. They were, they were, the no, kids were it, was, having fun. it was, it was more than just fun. So anyway, they come over and there's a step, you know how this, you, the stairs, you enter the pool and there's like, I don't know how many stairs as you enter. It's a big pool. It's a big community pool. So there's probably four or five steps, right? So that goes quite a distance out, whatever four or five steps is, but it's several feet. Well, these kids start running and they flip in through the stairs. And all I see is this kid's head come within an inch of the concrete stair and so what do I do? Not my kid, but I say, hey, hey, you, you, you boys. I might not be your mother, but I know if she were here, she would not approve of that flipping. Into I said, you almost cracked your head. Your head is like an egg. It hits that stair, yolk, a.k.a. brains everywhere. I don't want to see it. I don't want to clean it up. This is not okay. So as I'm screaming this across the pool, the lifeguard turns around and he starts blowing his whistle. Hey, no diving into the pool. No flipper. Matthias turns, grabs my arm, and says, Stop it, Mom. 
There is no reason to be yelling at other people's kids at the pool. You are so loud and everybody heard you. I said, they better have heard me. And if they come over here with that nonsense again, I'm going to get up. And not only am I get up, I'm going to really get mean. Oh my God, you're so embarrassing. I can't believe you. Look, if your kids, if you weren't there and your kids came running in like that, flipping into a pool where they almost hit their heads on the concrete, would you not want another mom to say, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. Don't do that. Yeah, I would love it. I wouldn't not be there. I'm just saying these are so you're allowed to be at the community pool without supervision at 12 and up. Well, my kids aren't right. Ever allowed but I'm saying alone. these are OK. Well, these are middle school Ever. children. So come on. OK. Yeah. So that's my point is. It sounds like there's a UFO outside my house. I don't like it. I don't like it. And Chloe just learned to swim like the day before yesterday. So anyway, so I would have been like, I, I just want to lay on a beach, not drink mimosas because I'll end up drowning or in jail or something. But I just, I want to be on a beach. I almost, I'm like tempted to ask if I can go to a hotel for a night. Do it. I want to. And then go sit at the pool by yourself or go to a no. beach. Okay. I just, I'm going to sleep. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, I just think that, um, you know, if my kids were acting a fool somewhere and doing something they shouldn't be, and there's a mom sitting there watching it, please yell at my kids. Come, come and tell me, find me, whatever. If that nonsense is going on. One of those kids was going to I don't know. It depends on how she says it too, though. Cause I'm kind of defensive when other people scold my kids. So if Chloe had run, jumped and flipped head first into the pool, you wouldn't want me to go over there and, and snatch her up and be like, Chloe, you're my friend. Though. You've lost your mind. I don't know. I don't like it when other people tell my kids what to do. I get a weird defensive thing happening. Like it's happened before. I, there was like a party and this random lady was like, hey, guys, no running. And I, I wanted to go drop kick her <laughs> and tell my kids to go run as fast as they want. <laughs> Even though I don't want them to run, I want to be the one to tell them not to run. Mm. I don't like it. Well, I don't know. It, it, look, I was watching him like a hawk after that because I didn't want to see anybody get hurt. I just have this thing. It's like, I don't know. It just, it got me. And then Matias was all embarrassed. And I was like, well, what do I, you care? I, I would be too. Especially. You didn't know those kids. Yeah. I'm um, going to text my husband to bring me some coffee into the office while you begin the story about the mom and the daughter because I'm dying to hear it. Wait, do we have to do other stuff first? We have uh, someone trying oh, to open yeah. the show okay. for us. All right. I think it's um, Aaron from North Carolina opening things up. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open up the show for us. That's my line. I know, but you were texting. I was just trying to help you. Are you replacing me? No, you were texting. Hi, this is Aaron. I live in North Carolina. I have two boys. A three-year-old and an almost six-year-old, and I'm pregnant with my third. Oh. I have a little girl on the way, 20 weeks pregnant right now. Um, forgot what I was supposed to say. Uh, let's open the show with a mom-fail moment because we're all here because we're struggling as moms, and anybody who says otherwise is a giant liebagger. Mm. Take it away, ladies. True Thanks, Aaron. True story. Yeah. Well, that was, I guess my, I don't, I'm not c calling it a mom fail. 
Wait, that was recent? That was that was Saturday. <gasps> oh. So I'm just saying, I'm, it's not embarrassing. If your kid is acting a fool and I catch him. Well, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. I do that sometimes if there's like a little baby and I don't know where the mom is. I'm like, hey, buddy, be careful. Like I say that, but well, not you, in an a- way. I wasn't being an ass. I don't know if you can say words and not be. It's <laughs> the worst. Well, Whatever. What Meredith likes to say things like, you're yelling or you're the worst when people say things that are facts. Okay. All right. <laughs> All I'm saying is I was, yes, I got loud, but I was, I was actively concerned for the well-being of the child. I feel like my, I'm very asymmetrical. What? Is there a way to flip the camera so I don't have to look at the opposite? In, uh, uh, that would be on your side, in <sighs> your settings. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like looking at me how other people see me. It's stressing me out. I'm extra vulnerable because I'm wearing makeup. It would be go to your, go to your camera settings. All right. I'll do it. Oh, that's better. I don't have camera settings. Whatever. Let's, the show must go on. Let's go. Are you sure? It, there's a button that says having issues. <laughs> I am button. <laughs> I don't think the camera is going to help you with those. <laughs> All right. Mother and daughter facing 16 years in prison for rigging a homecoming queen election. In a story right out of a Lifetime movie, a mother and daughter are now facing up to 16 years in prison in exchange for a homecoming crown. If ever there was a bad trade, this is it. Uh, October in October, Emily, 17 year old Emily Rose Grover was crowned homecoming queen at Tate High School in Pensacola, Florida. However, however, her reign was uh, quickly it quickly endeth amidst allegations that the vote had been rigged by her and her mother. And somebody really wanted that crown, apparently. The Escambia County School District contacted the Florida Department of Law Enforcement after discovering unauthorized access into hundreds of students' accounts. Apparently, the mother was a, an assistant principal at one of the elementary schools in the county, and she went in and logged in as hundreds of students at the high school and voted for her daughter to become homecoming queen. Mm. Additionally, multiple students reported that Emily bragged about her mom using her faculty account to cast the votes. So apparently she didn't listen to many true crime podcasts because she was giving away all the evidence. Yeah. According to CNN, mom Laura Rose Carroll, an assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary, along with her sidekick Emily, used the credentials, hacked into the high school, and cast 246 fake votes in favor of her daughter. During the four-month investigation, authorities found 117 votes came from the same IP address and were traced back to Carol. Another 129 were linked to Carol's cell phone and home computers. I feel like 16 years is a little bit extreme. I believe it's because they used, she hacked into the school's database, Fine. which is a... But there's people out there doing weird stuff to kids that don't get nearly as much time. I'm not saying that you're not wrong in saying that this is a harsh penalty for it. I believe okay. the reason it carries the weight is because it is a protected server, and the hacking that occurred uh, was is, is one of those, you know, computer crime, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't understand the law on it, but I'm just saying I believe it's because it was a hacked 
uh, server in a school is is like I think the same as a bank, like those protected servers, like the weight of a crime. Well, do you know what I'm trying to say? I do. We need like legalese. Um, like, what's the worst that could happen if you get into the servers? Like, what do you have access to? Like, why is well, it so bad? Because they have access to the all of the students, um, you know, like social security numbers and date of birth and potentially okay. like, let's say there's medical files in there that could be a HIPAA violation. And a, like, there's all of those I things. I understand. So now. what they're saying is it's like when somebody it like hacks in and gets all of the credit card information or the this, that or the other thing, like there's protected files in there. Yeah. Okay. So, I understand. Not to say that they touched those or looked at them or did whatever, but like you, you went in, you used access that you have that has been granted to you because you're an employee of the public school system. There's also a morality clause that you sign when you become a teacher or an administrator that says you're not going to do things you shouldn't be doing. Did the daughter know the mom was doing that? Were they in on it together? Yes, apparently they were. They were in cahoots. Wow. So it begs a couple of questions. Like, why? Why, Um, as a parent? As somebody who has won um, a high school title, Valentine Mm. Queen. Valentine Queen. um, I can tell you that it's a great honor Mm. uh, that brings with it a lot of reputation points. Yes. Um, it's something that you'll probably continue talking about for at least 20 years after you graduate, anytime you get the opportunity. Um, I had to just steal ballots Mm. and write my name over and over again to do it though. Like it wasn't, you did not, (laughs) you did not, I'm just kidding. But it, um, yeah, I definitely think there should be a crime for abusing your power as vice principal of a school and hacking into people's accounts for sure. Um, I think that the mom's punishment should be greater than the daughter's. The daughter's young and still learning and her brain's still developing. The mom knew better. The mom is the one who abused her position. She should be in big trouble. Um, not like 16 years. I think that's a little bit extreme. Um, but definitely some kind of trouble. What do you think the punishment should be, Meredith? I don't know what the punishment should be. There is no be, honor in cheating, so but, I said. I know, I was just but kidding, apparently, guys. apparently, this is not the first incident. So I guess the, the daughter has taken the mom's um, login and gone in and looked up uh, all of our group of friends' grades, made comments about how she can find our test scores all the time. I recall times that she logged into her mom's focus account and openly shared information, grades, and schedules with others. She did not seem like logging in was a big deal, and she was very comfortable doing it. She also... That's crazy, though. I don't like that. That the, the girl did that. That's well, like and, we- and it said that she um, was expelled from school. Um... She was initially placed on a 10-day suspension, but they found that this wasn't an isolated event, and they ended up expelling her. Uh, And her mother is on suspension from her job, and they are awaiting, and she's going to be tried as an adult. So they are awaiting uh, what's going to happen with it. But... um, Oh, that's intense. Yeah, I mean, you got it. The school is a... It's a federal building. That's what I was it's, trying it's a, to get at. It's a government, federal government building. funded, so it's it's run by the government, basically. 
Yeah. So it. Yikes. But I, you know, it's weird because you you shouldn't, as an administrator, you shouldn't have access to open records anyway. As vice principal, even though. Right. You do, but only to your students. So if she was at an elementary school, she shouldn't right. have to to the older students. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I guess we're going to have to see how it plays out, but it definitely seems, um, it just, I mean, obviously they knew better, you know, and the, and the daughter came out and made a statement and she said, it basically said, I knew what I did was wrong, but if I knew how much trouble I was going to get into, I wouldn't have done it. And it's like, well, but you knew I what you did that. was wrong. Listen, so. in high school, me and a bunch of the other cheerleaders thought it would be hilarious to go into the band concession stand and take like some Snickers and Gatorades and stuff like that. We thought it would be funny and we videotaped it. And I was in the videotape like, okay, this is Tiffany Johnson going live where the Sarasota High School cheerleaders are going to do a Mission Impossible thing. And we stunted and lift, lifted the other girls up into the band concession stand. We got, oh, I love you. It's beautiful. He made me an iced coffee. It's so cute. Sorry. Um, and we got some Snickers and some Gatorades, and it was hilarious. We It was so funny. We went and showed my cheerleading coach. And the next day, we all got called into the principal's office, and they showed the video, and we're all like, yeah, it's good stuff, right? And they're like, no, you're literally suspended. I mean, you can't come back to school, and you're also – you can't be cheerleaders anymore um, because this is a felony. This is breaking and entering. Mm. And we are so young and so dumb that we didn't like our parents were in the room when we came in and stuff. They, we had no clue the gravity of what we had done. We were just idiots and, um, hadn't bought, you know? And so, I mean, I believe that the kid probably didn't understand the consequences of her actions. She sure as heck does now. And we did then too. Um, but, we were young and stupid and we didn't know. And so I can, I, the situations aren't exactly the same, but when I tell you that we genuinely had no concept of how wrong, what we were doing was, I'm not kidding. We were just like innocent kids, mm -hmm. but in hindsight now, you know, and I guess the question is, did I learn a lesson getting suspended? Yeah, it sucked. I was captain of the cheerleading squad at the time and I had to sit out and watch everybody mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. It was tough. But we just didn't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it's, um, you know, clearly this is a, a bit of a different situation with the computer use of, you know, this carrying a federal penalty, right? But, but would the kid have known that? Like, do you are you able to grasp the gravity of it? Was she warned? Did her mom tell her did, that kid didn't know? But the 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 mom knew yeah right the kid though i mean i'm saying like to hack yeah, maybe, in maybe maybe not the kid but the mom t definitely did i'm you wondering know? why they want to try her as an adult is she like 18 she is was she 17 ready? at the time but 17. but i guess you know yeah but i i think it's because there was it, it, this was not the an isolated incident right it was not the first time look at you your fancy i know drink. i'm so impressed with him look at this that looks delicious. For those of you who can't see it, it's dark and light, creamy swirls of espresso and milk, and I'm very impressed. It looks lovely. Thank you. How does it taste? It tastes great. Like, like heaven? I think anything anybody else makes 
tastes way better than when I make it, whether it's coffee or food, whatever it is. If something's made for me, I automatically love it. Mm. All right. Well, okay, so Meredith, <clears throat> you're you're a former teacher, uh, school administrator. What do you think the punishment should be for the child, and what do you think the punishment should be for the mom? I I mean I I don't know. I think that legally, you know, they they've gotten themselves in quite the predicament. So <clears throat> they're you know I'm assuming the it, the mother is going to lose her job. And I, my guess is she's not going to be allowed to work in education moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that there will be, my guess is she will get uh, probation and she will not actually serve any prison time. I might be wrong, but that's going to be my guess on it. And my guess is the daughter is probably going to also get probation, but just a she guess. She make her do community service. Yeah, community service you know, and probation. They should, they should make her pick garbage up on the side of the road in a prom dress, a homecoming dress. Mm. Like you wanted to be homecoming queen so bad, here's your scooper. Scoop up the side of the highway. Yeah, that's my guess. I mean, I don't know it. I don't know when the uh, sentencing is going to be, but when it happens, we'll follow up on it. See how close we were to it. Okay. Who knows? Uh, so... D- <sighs> When your kids get a little bit older and you play games with them, right, do you let them win or do you play for keeps? How old? So a da- this dad teaches his son a lesson in humility by beating him at a video game 11 times in a row. Okay. Uh, so let me find where it starts. Um, I, I can answer this. Okay. I, I can definitely answer this. You beat what? him. You beat them? You beat them. Every chance you get. Okay. Can I, do you want me to read the story and then you. I was just saying you beat them because there will come a day where you can't beat them. And, and they will just like with tennis with Matthias, he can beat me all day long now. I still beat him, but he can, he's now at the point where I don't get to control whether he wins or not. But when you, if if you don't, if you let them win, you're doing them a disservice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's back and forth. I think you got to show them sometimes that losing is okay and that it's, you have to be a good sport, but I also think that you don't want to crush their spirit and make them think that they suck so bad. So you let them win a couple of times too. I call it their confidence. I call it character building. I'm sure you do. (laughs) So this kid, Khalid Bayless from Monticello, Mississippi, the picture of this child is going viral um, because his, oh wait, I'm sorry. That's the dad. His five-year-old son is named Caden. <gasps> he's, five he's five and he's named Caden. It's too close to <laughs> Okay. They said the picture shows st- tr- tears streaming down Caden's face in the midst of a heartbreaking video game defeat. The father-son duo was playing a game of Tekken on PlayStation Classic. Um, after letting his son win a couple of rounds and noticing that his wins were starting to go to his head, he said, uh-uh, kid, game on. So he took hashtag no mercy on his five-year-old son. <laughs> he beat him 11 times in a row to teach him a valuable lesson in humility. He destroyed Caden. I bought Caden a PlayStation 
classic a couple weeks ago, and today we played Taken. I let him win two in a row, and then he got cocky, so I had to humble that child. He then lost seven. He then lost eleven in a row, and I hashtag showed no mercy. It mm. seems the lesson worked after attempting and and uh, failing to regain his previous glory. Caden finally cut his losses, but not without shedding a few tears. You have to give the, give the kids props. He definitely knows a thing or two about perseverance, even in the face of this crushing defeat. Oh, my gosh. Okay, look. He was five. So, Did he have to beat him 11 times? But, but listen, <laughs> there, look, I couldn't beat them at video games. I know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not my thing. They would, they would dominate me at video games at whatever age. And they did, right? I used to play video games with them, and, and they would beat me. I'd win some, and we'd go back and forth. But, I mean, I'm not beating them and, you know, taunting them and so forth. I'm beating them and teaching them and coaching them along the way, right? And, you know, the the most fun I had with it was with Matias now that he's older. You know, we got the ping pong table and we put a scoreboard up. It was 48 and 6 against him. And I had it there. He raced it. He claims he didn't, but I know he did. But now he can beat me. And, and Brian... Brian's 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. How old is he? 10. He's 10. And Brian. How, how old is our child? Okay. He's 10. And Brian actually is a really good little athlete and he can, he can beat me sometimes. Um, or I beat him, you know, I mean, we played connect four the other day and I made a silly move and he beat me and he was so excited because he knows I don't let him win. He knows that for sure. And he was so excited and so proud. Speaking of, I did have a couple of Connect Four victories the other night. I beat both Brian and Matthias. It's not hard. <laughs> no, it is. It's a child's game. No, it's it's very hard. They always beat me. I never win Connect Four. I think you should do both. I think you should let your kid win and let them experience losing. I don't think you demolish them. I love when my kids feel happy and proud of themselves, you know? Yeah, I get that. I get that. And and we do things, you know, when they were little, I would do things for them to gain confidence. We we didn't call it a game, right? We we weren't competing, but we would, you know, have little challenges. I mean, the first time this really happened, remember when I came home from the driving range with Brian and he had to clean my clubs and all that? Mm-hmm. We We were playing and we had a little challenge on the range and he lost. And then he wanted to go double or nothing. He didn't know what it meant. So I said, okay. So we went double or nothing, and he lost again. And poor Brian. I mean, he owed me so many things. And I was like, you don't go taking challenges or placing bets on things that you you, you can't afford to give up. Mm. Chloe's the worst sport ever. The worst. When she's winning, she'll get an inch from your face and be like, sucker. Mm-hmm. And then when she's losing, she'll literally throw herself on the ground and cry and her i have to teach her like losing is okay i can't let her win because she doesn't understand how to be a good sport but my son takes it so personally and gets like tears in his eyes but won't actually cry he like holds him back and it just destroys my heart and so i'm like you're the best Candyland player in all of america and you don't let anyone tell 
Yeah, but we also can't let them all win a trophy for everything. Like, why? I know. Like, they lose sometimes, but yeah. I also think, like, I could destroy them in anything if I wanted. They're literally, like, fetuses. They're little kids. They don't know anything. If I wanted to demolish them, I could. But I also love watching their little faces light up with pride when they do something. I, I agree with that. I just think that it's, you know, we have to be very cognizant with our kids that we, you can't win a trophy for everything. Cause first of all, you're not great at everything. Like you shouldn't win a trophy at everything every time. Cause we all have no. different skills and different gifts and, and you can't, I mean, you can't be the best at everything. Like, I've said it over and over again. I'm going to ruin my kids lives no, with my pants. I'm not kidding. I love them so much and never want them to feel any sadness or pain ever. And I, my goal in life is to keep. But that's them how feeling. they learn. I that's know how they learn these things is by feeling so how do, that so defeat. The only conclusion I can come to is like removing myself from the situation. <laughs> you're gonna, Seriously, you're gonna like, unmom. Just like I don't know, I I'm getting ready to do some very intense therapy about it. But I feel like my kids will never experience heartache, you know, never learn these lessons if I'm around because I don't know how to separate my tremendous love from their need to so, learn. Life so so lessons. think of this. They are going to experience that crushing defeat and heart heartache and heartbreak and all of those negative things at some point. I would rather the first few times it happens, it be under my supervision. Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't want it to be when they're somewhere else and that's the first time they're dealing with it <laughs> and they don't know how to handle or how to cope or what it feels like even. Right? I mean, we had... Can we talk about last night? Is it here? Yeah. That was... T it's terrible. So there was something terrible that happened near us last night. Um, a, a little girl went missing. They found her. Right. Matthias came out and shared it with us. And we looked at it. And we're like, wow, this is terrible. And he was on the couch in tears. He was so upset. We didn't know who this girl was. We didn't, you know, and, and, and I, I looked at him like he's never experienced something like this. But I'm glad he's with us so that we can talk through it and talk about it and say, even if you didn't know her, she was close to the age of your sister. She was close to the, your age. She's, she's in our vicinity. She live? No. Um, a 13-year-old girl went missing Sunday night or Saturday night, and they found her body in the woods Sunday morning. And she is uh, in the Jacksonville area. And so, uh, you know, how fast this, this news travels, especially on social media, right? So he says, Mom, I just got a snap. Um, that a girl, uh, was killed and put in the woods and he, and I, and I was like, I, what, what, where did you see, like, where did you see this? What do you, what is, what are you talking about? What is going on? And I looked, I, so I did a Google search and she, you know, it's, was, it's horrific. It's absolutely horrific. And he said, I've, I've never known anything like this to happen to someone so close, so close. And it's right. It's close to us. It's neck. And I said, I'm, I said, I'm so sorry that this, you know, obviously we're so sorry that this happened to this girl. And all I'm thinking to myself is this mom on mother's day, <gasps> this was yesterday was mother's day. 
Oh my god! Mom on Mother's Day um, gets the news that her her daughter, you know, was murdered. Like I can't, I couldn't even, I couldn't, I didn't sleep last night. I woke up every hour on the hour. I kept checking on the kids. I kept che- unlocking and locking doors. I kept walking the house all night. I didn't I, because I, I because as a mom, you just think about this and you're thinking, dear God, this is the most like evil thing. You know, and Matthias was sitting there and he's like, why would somebody do that? And I said, honey, I, there are evil people. I said, now you know why we are constantly checking to see, did you go arrive at the place that you're supposed to be at? Do you know, that's why I have 360 on your phone. It's why I have Bark on your phone. It's why I'm checking constantly to see what's going on. It's why I ask about your friends. It's why I ask where you're going with all of you kids. Because, I mean, there are evil people out there. You know, somebody snatched up this girl, 13, and then dumped her in the woods. And it is it is the parents' absolute worst nightmare. So, you know, yeah. so he was, he, was, he was really, really distraught. You know, he's like, well, I'm going to go to bed. And so we checked on him this morning. We're like, look, you know, we, we can talk here or you can try to see your counselor, the social worker at school. Or if you're not comfortable with any of that, we'll find someone for you to talk to. But he he's... Like I said, he's never experienced anything like that. And this wasn't even a personal relationship. Wow. It yeah. was just close, physically close to us, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so, so anyway, but that, back to the idea of being there, I'd rather them experience these things for the first time under our supervision to help them understand, hey, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not know why you feel something about this. It's all okay and... You know, it's, it's life, life sucks sometimes. Right. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, these are not obviously conversations you want to have with your kids, but you have to have them with your kids. And, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I hugged, I hugged all my kids and, um, you know, I just, I get, I get why you feel the way you do as well, Tiffany, because they're so, you know, life is precious and these kids are precious and they're such blessings to us. And obviously with yesterday being Mother's Day, you know, I, we right before we had brunch, you know, the kids said grace and Matthias <laughs> laid it on really thick. And he's like, and thank you, God, for giving us my mom, who was just the most perfect mom for us. You know, he was really laying it on super thick. And, and uh, but all of the kids were, you know, hugging me and you know, they were super sweet because it was Mother's Day. And it was just then that night to hear this news about this family in the area. You just, you know, your heart breaks. Mm. You're just heart, your heart sinks. My, I literally was just, my jaw dropped and my heart sank and I just felt terrible. But, um, you know, it's, we were there to have the conversation, which I'm glad we were there to have the conversation. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying about that. And it's true. Totally makes sense. (sighs) Okay. This is devastating. Our thoughts and prayers are with this family. I can't imagine. It's so sad. No, no, you, you don't want to, you don't even want to, um, you can't No, But of course, as a mom, you just, your heart breaks. So, okay. So, so don't the, let your kid win all the games. Sometimes. <laughs> so, so, so since we d- discussed that, I will throw in this last story, which is about checking your kid's phones. So I've talked about this a lot lately, but we do use bark. Um, 
which is a, an app that you place on your phone and your kids' phones, and it's a computer program that <clears throat> basically all the information from their phone, or if they log in through like their Gmail account or whatever, because um, it's all attached, it gets sent up to whatever that thing is called. And I guess like they, all the, all the info gets dumped and and uploaded and then they send you alerts back based on their info, like based on their texting or their internet or whatever. Right. So like, remember we talked about fake accounts, fake social media accounts and how parents didn't know that their kids had fake Instagrams or face, fake, fake Facebooks or face, fake, whatever, Snapchats or blah, 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 TikToks. Um, it catches those. So they can't have them because it alerts you because it says your child has um, uploaded or downloaded this app and this app and has this account. Like it told me, did you know Brian has a Spotify? And it's like, yep, we put it on there. Like it's okay. But it also sends you alerts when it comes to text messages for like bullying or sexual content or violence or, you know, profanity, any of those things. So I'm of the mind. I'm not checking every text message because I don't need to read every text message my kid my kids text but I want to be alerted when there is something to be alerted remember when we were talking about the story with Dr. Laura and how her son accidentally overdosed and he yes. got drugs on snap and mm-hmm. so the having the this having having a social monitoring service on your kids device it sends you it would send an alert and say hey uh suspicious content has been found on your phone, whether it was drug related or whatever. Like I sent Sophia a text message one time that said, um, you can take the cough drops, put them in your backpack. That got flagged as drug content because that's a, yeah, cough that's drops cool. I didn't know an app like that existed. Yeah. So, cool. so there, like, I just think personally, no, I don't want to know everything that my kid is saying on their text messages. Right. But I do want to know if there is something that's going to be flagged, whether it's bullying related or, you know, don't you think the kids now, though, like probably know what this app flags and can work around it? Have you Googled like if there's any slang that you need? To- it a- it actually picks up slang. It picks up emojis. It picks up all of those things and it alerts you based on like if you had an eggplant and a peach together. Okay. I'm so, just saying it would alert you. So for that. speaking of old mushes, oh. he was. Apparently, he likes to curse in his text messaging. Specifically, Matthias, especially about his father. Mm. Oh, dang, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What does he say? Apparently, I'm an a-hole. Like, don't you forget it. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. He just... (laughs) You, You see where they get it from? So I'm doing all of this work here. And and this is what I've got. But here's the thing. He's also a 15-year-old boy. So if he curses in a text message, I'm not going to come unglued about that. That's not where I'm going to pick a battle. Right? He's right. not saying it to me. He's not He's not saying it, you know, like... It, 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 what if just, he was calling you a B every other text? Would you say something then? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Double standard much, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, obviously we sat and told him like, not okay to call your dad an a-hole. Like we should really refrain from that. But I'm saying if he's, if he's, if there was a curse word slipped in, in a text I think that's a perfect opportunity for a conversation though. Don't you? Like if 
He's constantly calling Dave an a-hole. Maybe him and Dave need to sit down and communicate. And oh, like, yeah. That happens all the time. It does? Yes. We talked to all the... Because the two of them are so much alike that they butt heads. So I'm always saying to the two of them, like, you guys have to work through this. You have to talk about this. Because they do get super competitive because they go and they play tennis. And then there's fights after tennis because blah, blah. Like, it all the time. All the time. There's con- that's which is why he's calling him an a-hole because they just butt heads nonstop, right? Right. Um, you know, which is just like Sophia and I. Sophia and I are so much alike, so we just butt heads. So I just think it's important that we are monitoring what our kids are doing because giving them a phone is basically like giving them the keys to a car. The car has brakes for a reason, right? If you're driving a car, you want that car to have brakes. This cell phone needs to have some brakes on it. It need, You need to be able to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, because you are giving them. It's like the Wild West. Brian also got flagged. Brian gets flagged every day. <laughs> Brian's got, a hot he mess. He got flagged because some girl called him ugly. He goes, Aww. He goes hey, you're, the, the, the girl goes, hey, you're ugly. He, he replies back, who dis? Who dis? <laughs> who D-I-S? Who dis? <laughs> she Good said, response. And she said something. It's Mackenzie, idiot. That's how she replied. That's not her real name. I just made up a name because I don't like her her under the bus. And then he's and then what was his reply there? Or I don't something. I don't know. He's like I I don't don't know. I don't. I don't think he replied. I don't think he replied. But but she um it was funny. It was funny nonetheless. He called. He was talking about hoes. Oh Lord. Yeah. Where are we? I don't know. It started with a dad letting his kid play games, and then it took a dark turn, and now we're talking about ugly hoes. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that these kids have have the Wild West at their fingertips with a cell phone, and when you have Mm -hmm. kids that age and they have access to it, um, you, you, you need to monitor it. You Agreed. need to monitor it. So the nice thing about Bark is every time the kids come in, the Wi-Fi picks it up and it uploads. And then I get a report. And so I get alerts every day to my phone. And it says, because um, like it'll also say your child is trying to disable the app. And this is what they did. <laughs> so, that's, that's Sophia's warning every day. <laughs> so Sophia did that because un, unfortunately some of the things were like, so her school website wouldn't load because I had bark on her phone. So I had to go in and I I spoke to customer service and I'm like, what's the deal? Because she's saying she can't access her school website, which is where she does her homework. And they're saying it's because of the bark app. And so they said, yes, go do this, 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 and this. And we did it. (sighs) And then it was done. Right. And so my point is monitor your kids, monitor their online habits. If you're going to give them a phone, it's necessary and important to know what's going on. Because because they, they will try to hide things. Well, it's the same as when you had the corded phone in your house, and your parents would pick up the other phone on the other side of the house, hmm. right? Try to hear what you're talking about. That yeah. was the worst. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Sorry, I needed a sip. Oh, we're just, okay, we're girl, just go on with your bath. <clears throat> a little thirsty today. What was the last thing that you have? 
It was monitoring kids' cell phones. So that's why I just oh, figured really? we'd tie it. Oh, yeah. we're already on it? No, Dang, that's why I right. figured we'd tie I figured we'd just wrap it up right there because I thought it was just... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm a big I'm proponent like, it's of it's Monday that. and, like, my brain isn't awake. Well, we don't normally like- record on a Monday, but we got so overwhelmed last week. It just feels like... Doesn't it feel like this since January... I just feel like every month has gotten shorter and shorter and faster and faster. And it's just like we've been eaten alive. Or is it just me? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally me. Because we were in the 2020 was just the weirdest year. And it just everything moved so slowly. And we were all just locked up all the time. And now that it's like, hey, the world's open again. Uh, Fast forward a bazillion percent. Boom. That's uh, good lord bless you excuse me but that's what it feels like it just feels like a million miles an hour now i agree i just you know what my problem is i'm not good at prioritizing or scheduling or planning or time uh management and so i just i'm literally running around having no clue where i'm supposed to be or what i'm supposed to be doing and then i have moments where i'm like oh yeah there's 17 things I need to get done in the next hour. And then there's times where I'm like, well, I could, I could do those tomorrow. I'm just going to sleep for a while. And I just, I, 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 I suck at time management, dude. And that's why my time goes fast. Cause it's like, maybe you need a personal a, assistant. I do so bad, but I can't, you should hire somebody that just like holds your hand and walks with you. Oh my gosh. That would be such a dream. They just hold your hand and be like, okay, it's time to do this now. Listen, I'm not joking. What do you call that? A personal assistant. No, personal no. assistants like don't hold your hand and pet your head. I, didn't, I don't think they what should be you petting got... your head. I think they I should be that. kicking your ass and getting you to get stuff done. But no, what if you got like, this... no, that would, that's different. I was going to say like a therapy dog, but do they have dogs that like remind you about stuff? <laughs> A dog that what Dave, <laughs> a dog that plans my calendar for Not me. Not plans like, it, but reminds you. Sophia no. looked at Ruth the other day, and she goes, "Don't you think it's so sad that she can't talk to us?" <laughs> I, said, I said, "Yeah, she. It's sad." She goes, "Cause I just feel like we could have such a good conversation." I said, "Oh, Sophia, I love you so much. <laughs> She's so funny." But I agree. I think, but Ruth kind of talks to us with her eyes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think you need a um, life coach slash personal assistant slash um, personal like driver slash personal chef slash personal. They do everything for you. There's times where I'm like, I wish that I was rich because I would hire someone to be all of those things to do all someone things. to tell me where to be when to be there someone to drive me around because I get nervous on the road someone to make me healthy meals someone to train me physically someone to yeah just pet my head and tell me everything's gonna be okay so that's what I would do that's a lot that's a lot emotional yeah. support person that's what you need so put an ad out for that. Put it on Craigslist. No, dude. Yeah, no. put it on, on Craigslist, Craigslist and say I need I need an emotional support person. So many creepies. Do you remember when we did the story about the um the hug hug therapy? Yeah. I don't like that. Oh, okay. I don't want to be hugged. Okay. 
Hugs make me uncomfortable. When do you stop? Who breaks it up? I don't ever want to hug, but I thought maybe you needed it. I don't know. No, I, I hug, but not when I'm emotional. I don't like to be touched when I'm emotional. Like I'll hug as like a, what's up? Oh, Jess figured it out. You need a wife. She knows. Yeah. Oh my God. I would love it. Yeah, that is true. I'm not kidding. I would really love. See, but I, I try to do that stuff for Meredith and because it comes from me, she doesn't want to do it. That's not true. No. Dave, you don't strike me as like a soft. You can finish your sentence. I'm waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say something, but then I realized that it's the same exact thing that you say about Meredith. What? But like. I'm not a soft place to land. Yeah. I knew where you were going. But I. I feel like it takes a certain kind of soul. Like, have you ever met somebody and they're just so nurturing and you just instantly like turn into a little kid because you feel so taken care of? That's what I need. Okay. Well, I don't know how you put that. Do you have to put that into words for your um, ad? Yeah. I'll figure it out. So, I mean, Jess was right. Like a, a wife. A wife. But who has no husband privileges? Like, it can't have anything to do with my husband. She's just mine for my use. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm Ooh, sorry. That's a good idea. Anita has a good idea. What? Oh. A sweet yeah. grandma. My grandparents all died when I was really young. Yeah, maybe you get. And then maybe... my mom died when I was really young. Yeah, I think maybe. And you... then my dad died. Oh, wow. I have no one. Okay. <laughs> no, they have those, the, the, what do they call it? The nanny caregivers. No, no, that's for caregivers for your grandparents. No, 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 no. Like I'll take one. The, the nanny babysitter thing, the, the grandparent babysitter services, but hire them for yourself. Yeah. I would like that. Even like an hour a day. Somebody needs to start a company where... They help people like me. Um, You're not necessarily like an assistant, but you're just like an emotional support person. And you just co-sign all my bullshit. I think that's, those are just friends. I'm really confused with where we're going here. No, get the, get the, (laughs) look, find that service. It's like, I don't want to say old people, but it's grandparents. I, more I, experienced people. You're not accurate will, with this statement. They there feed is a, you and like no, tuck there you is, in. There is a service that you can, like you can hire people to, for as babysitters. They're, they're grandparents that want to be babysitters, right? Hire them and have them come true. for one hour every morning from nine to 10, have your coffee and sit with them for an hour, go through your schedule, get some support for the day. And with then an go, old person? Yeah. No, that, like, I get where you're going, but I also feel like that's not a good idea. I don't think they'll be helpful. I don't think they'll be That's it, granny nannies. No, granny nannies is where somebody watches your grandparents. No. Yeah, that's what I need for me. That's what I'm saying. I can't with this. to be like, okay, Tiffany, it's time to eat your lunch. Here it is. Nothing productive came out of this. We need to stop this conversation. This is... We were way off track okay. of wherever we were. I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, my God. This is a cry for help. It's clearly a cry for help. Get a bag and carry the cat around on your shoulder. Oh, yeah. You could put the cat in like a papoose. 
I don't know what that ha- what comfort like emotional support cat you want me to put a cat in a bag and throw it over my shoulder <laughs> to comfort myself I feel like that's gonna be painful like for a papoose all of us. like a papoose like I don't a know front pouch word. carrier like a baby stick the cat in a baby carrier this is not thanks for trying to help I guess oh god okay but you it's didn't you didn't all right we missed the mark all right we're just getting warmed up we got another episode coming at you hot join us next week that's your line for another episode of take it or leave it an advice ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who have clearly no no idea what we're doing well what a mess what a mess until next time we love you i can't believe you're here still okay bye Bye.